Hello, hello. <clears throat> hello, hello, hello. It, uh, it appears that the, the last week's call finally hung up. <laughs> and now we are on this week's call. <laughs> hey, man of civics, it just looks like uh, I, or yeah, gotcha. You hear me, JC? I can hear you now. Perfect. Uh, here we go. Hey, there you go. Mike, what's up? All right, now we got a good call. There we go. All nice right, yep. <laughs> now, now we're going. So we got Shaman and Man of Civics and Money Mike Five Thousand. What's going on with y'all this evening? Hello, man. <laughs> Everything copacetic. Peaceful. But uh, I don't know what your definition of copacetic is, but hey, it's all good. Hey, at least last week's call finally hung up. <laughs> yeah. I hate to see who gets that long distance bill. Yeah, but we had <laughs> fun, though. We had fun. <laughs> it's been a long week, but damn, that was a damn good long week. <laughs> well, I hope your week was better than mine was. <laughs> All right. Um, tell us your words of wisdom, Sir JC, if you wish, as according to you also, Shaman. I'll let Shaman go first. <laughs> words of wisdom. Uh, don't ever touch a hot muffler. <laughs> or pee into the wind. Don't pee into the wind. <laughs> Nice. Definitely don't do that. Okay. Lots and lots of fun. That's dangerous. Shall I say, um, or shall I say, too much is never enough. Do what? Uh, too much is never enough. Well, I think it depends on what that too much is. <laughs> All right. It's all good. Um. <clears throat> oh man. Okay. All right. So, what has been happening with you yourselves, um, as this as opposed to this past week? Because um, I'm I'm having fun right now. Uh, but um, um, how you guys been? Somebody doing? grab the bottle. No, no, do not <laughs> grab the bottle. <laughs> do not grab the bottle. No, no, no. So I don't know. I mean, they had that. What they had that protest in Virginia this week, right, Sean? Yeah, I don't know how many they had. I heard it was more than twenty thousand, though. I saw an interesting picture on it this morning. It showed four sheriffs holding up a sign that said, we support the in full uniform and we support the Second Amendment. I actually thought that was kind of ironic. Why is that? Well, because on one side, you had the Capitol Police standing on the other side. You had sheriffs and like 20-plus thousand people. I just It just shows the... Uh, I mean, it's you know, I have to say it's pretty cool to see that many people come out in favor of something they believe. Of course, we don't agree with the way the way they're doing it, as far as their 
reasoning behind it. Like they think they have something that they don't, but it's still kind of cool. And then to see the cops, you know, you got the cops on one side and the cops on the other side, and it, it does show that if there's, you know, some galvanizing point that maybe all of us can key in on is something like that um, to try to teach people why they have a right and how powerful it is. Hey, John, Marshall, I I have an eye icon for you. It doesn't have a microphone. <clears throat> well, I mean, regardless of how they're doing it or what they're doing, I think it's still cool that, you know, 20,000 people can come together in solidarity and stand up for something. Yeah, I agree. That's what I was saying. I think it's pretty neat. And, I mean, it's not just those 20,000. I mean, you talk to cops, you talk to the average person, almost all of them, you know, agree that they, that that right, you know, a lot of people say it's their line in the sand. Um, I don't know. I don't see, I don't see 20,000 plus 50,000 people get together for anything else, so I have to believe them. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this. I was, I was watching a more uh, conservative news network kind of cover it, and they were talking about how on the liberal networks they were, um, they are talking about on the liberal networks how they were saying you wouldn't be fighting for that right, you know, for the Black Panthers to walk around with arm, you know, armed, <laughs> everywhere and it's like well isn't that how they kind of started out and then it's funny because you know the guy from um the the kind of conservative network was like that's funny look at this here's a group of black people who are armed at the protest <laughs> right. they're they're actually the black panthers showed up to this protest <laughs> nobody cared <laughs> except for you I thought I thought it was also funny that you know there was a bunch of threats of Antifa coming up there and, and dressing up like pro-gun people so that they could wreak havoc and all this. And from what I understand, it turned out nobody from Antifa showed up. And then somebody wrote a thing that said, "Well, it looks like uh, Antifa only shows up at no gun at gun-free zones. <laughs> they don't go anywhere. People actually armed." <laughs> So it was all peaceful. I think one person got arrested. That was it, one person. What did they get arrested for? I don't remember. I kind of, it was some lame thing. It wasn't anything major. Uh, let me guess, open carry. Yeah, all right. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I can't speak to that, but I thought, I mean, it's like, and you can't get 20,000 people together at a friggin' concert that <laughs> somebody not get hurt more than that or arrested. I mean, it, it showed, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's like I was looking at one article and it showed the same picture that another thing did, but it panned it out more and it showed all those people said thousands of people show up for rally and on the, the other liberal side it said hundreds of people <laughs> 
show up for a rally. It's like, you know, it, it, it's it's just sad. It's just pathetic. You just Sometimes you just scratch your head. Hey, John Marshall, are you on the call now? I, I just uh, unmuted the microphone. Now. Hello? Who are we held? Barely. Your volume is incredibly low. Still pretty low. Can you even hear him? Barely. Now. About the same, bro. Very low. Okay, does this work better? That works way yeah. better. I can hear you now. Yeah, I can actually hear you now, yeah. Okay, I don't know what was going on. I guess it was my Bluetooth thing going on the fritz. I hate that. So what's going on, man? Oh, well, uh, not much. You know, we, uh, I called in last week to, you know, talk about how to, how to enforce, you know, or, or uh, you know, make sure that, you know, we, when we go to pull our case into common law, you know, how do we enforce it? And, you know, I, we just went to court today. Um, again, upstate New York, this is a, a different thing. It's not traffic. This is concerning, um, the uh, uh, statute bullies wanting us to register our dogs with the state. And I have refused to do so um, and told them that I wasn't going to. We went in today. Uh, we stood our ground as, uh, well, they kicked me out of the courtroom, but uh, they kept my sister in. And um, basically she stood her ground as a woman. And um, they refused to file anything that we had in writing uh, until after the judge made her decision. What? Just curiously, are you on the, the uh, summons? Is your name on the summons? Um, no, I'm the one that they've been trying to get, but they keep going after my sister. The dogs okay, actually right. belong to me. Watch well, what but I thought. I her, did you do a notice of appearance? Um, no, because I wasn't on the docket. I wasn't. I wasn't there. I'm, I, you know, I, I, I was there to, you know, to basically assist her. You want you know, to take, you want to take that, JC, or do you want me to? Uh, you can go ahead. Just let's take it step by step with you so that we don't get too deep in it and get off track. Like the first thing would have been if you weren't on the summons, you didn't have a voice in court. Like you had no, you were not a party to the case. Right. So what would have had to have happened is your sister would have. Hey, there's some bad you. reverb coming from somebody. Yeah, somebody's got an open mic. Whoever's got open mic on their computer and their phone. How's that? Um, um, that sounds a lot better. Well, kind of. The, uh, 
your sister would have had to have invited you into the to make you a party of the case and put that in writing, and then you would have had to have done a notice of appearance, and then you could have been on the case. But you still, you know, you have to do everything by paper. But if you didn't even put it, if your sister didn't invite you into the case through the court, then you weren't party. That's why he threw you out. Well, no, they they did they never they, this judge never gave us the opportunity to do anything. She even did throw out somebody that was on a summons and remove them. <laughs> Good lord. My my son was listed on the summons and they threw him out. Because see my it's my sister and her son that are the property owners. And I have a private uh, contract with the two of them. Uh, basically, it's a 100-year lease, you know, and I get free reign of the property, and, and, you know, it basically ties it up, ties the property up to where, you know, it can't be sold without my permission and that kind of thing. That way nobody can come in and try to take it because basically I have a lien on the property, you know. Um but anyway, so, it, 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 you know, the dogs don't even belong to her. They're my dogs. And, I, you know, I went to these town council meetings and told them, listen, you know, you're not going to compel me to allow you to extort me so that and have me register my property with your agency. It's not going to happen. So instead of coming after me, because I just, you know, I, I, I everybody knows me as John. I, you know, I don't, you know, I don't use the John Marshall that much, um, you know, and I definitely, I, I don't use my family name hardly ever. Um, so everybody that knows me, I'm just known as John. So whenever I introduce myself, I introduce myself as John. And these people have nothing else more to go on other than John. And they, instead of coming after me, they went after my sister and nephew. So what happened at court? Well, basically, the judge prosecuted from the bench. Um, the prosecutor was supposed to be the dog warden. And... Um, the dog warden never asked question one. The judge did. Um, and my sister tried to, well, here, I'll let her tell you. They kept referring to me as resident, and I told them that I'm not a resident. I, I explained that, and she says, you're at a residence. And I said, no, we domicile. We uh, sojourn across. And I, I said, there, there is no residence. There is no resident. Um, you will only find men and a woman at 803 and gave them the address. And she she started going off that uh, when I would try to explain stuff. She goes, I'm not going to play these games with you. She goes, I'll have the state troopers arrest you. And she there, there was no trial. There, it was an execution. There was no arraignment. There she actually spoke to the dog warden five minutes before she called us in, and I had tried three times previously to get all the paperwork documented by the clerk of court, 
and they refused to put anything into the case until after she had already made her decision. And it was it was pretty much that it, it didn't matter what I said. It, it was you're guilty. I'm in, I'm finding favor in in uh, agreement with the the dog catcher because the dog catcher actually purged herself. I said I said it was a warrantless search. It was I said even the summons to come here is unlawful. There's no judge's name. I said it's unclear as to who you're looking for and who is you. And she would not even touch those questions. She refused to clarify anything on that summons. And she said this was her court. And Which it is. <laughs> it is. But she did not follow the law. She followed policy, but not the law. She didn't even follow civil procedure. Oh, she didn't follow procedure either, but... She can change that. It's her court, but yeah. So, yeah. So, so what's the judgment about? Like, are they trying to take the dog? Yeah, she, she, she immediately gave the dog catcher uh, a, uh, the ability to come and steal our property, and I immediately went and she told me I had thirty days to, to file an appeal. I immediately went to the car, filled out the paperwork, and gave her notice of appeal immediately. Well, by fill-out paperwork, she means she hand-wrote her name as claimant and put notice, I, a woman, appeal this court's decision. And and handed it, and it looks like she, they weren't even taking it seriously. I, I mean, I, I had to ask, can you file stamp this? And the clerk looks at the judge, and the judge goes, sure. And I the said, judge actually said you could, she can file whatever she wants. Yeah. And laughed at her. And and she tried to hand me back the original, and I said, no, I'll take the copy, leave the original with the court papers, that for for the case. And so we went to town, ran some errands, calmed down, went back to the court, and asked for the the case information because I reminded her on the unlawful summons that she sent that there there was no docket, there was no no information of any kind, and I needed that in order to proceed with my appeal. And she says, you, you'll have it in two weeks. She refused to give me anything and said that I would have her decision in writing in two weeks. And that's where we left it. Yeah, did you... Uh... Put on something requiring her to do a uh, findings of facts and conclusions of law. She wasn't given an opportunity. The judge, the judge basically said, you know, you need to shut up. This is how I'm ruling. Yeah, no, I mean, when you went back to to appeal. When you went back to appeal, did you put something in writing saying that you were going to appeal? require for the appellant court for the judge to do a findings of facts and conclusions of law no, no. i didn't put that in the appeal notice i it's, just wanted uh, to get something well I, I would make it a separate notice okay i can do that so i, I, I would go and do that especially if you're going to appeal it so that 
you know, you can take to the appellant court what the findings of facts are, what the conclusions of law are, and then argue on that basis. Because we, we had all the paperwork. We had everything highlighted. We had the conspiracy shown. We had everything there to, like, nip this in the bud, and they refused it all. She she shut me down at at every at every turn. Did you get that recorded? Yeah, she said it was recorded. No, we didn't get it. Yeah, recorded but do you have your own recording? I'm sorry. You have your own recording? No, I didn't have my own recording. That when you go into these courts, they make you turn off your phone. Yeah, yeah. If you if you go to Google, you can find recorders. Um, you can find. Oh, no, I have a recorder. I have a recorder on my phone, but they they don't. Yeah, no, they don't allow that. Just curiously, did you do a notice of appearance too? Did, I mean, did you even do that in your paperwork? They didn't let you put in. Yes, I did. We okay. did. Uh, okay. We also did a. We also did a counterclaim. Um, to give you a little bit of background, this has been going on. Um, since, well, wait, uh, let me ask one question first. When you said that at that point the judge said that she can put in whatever she wishes, did you put all that into the court? Yeah, we, yeah. we, we put in, we, we actually put in a claim um, of uh, wrongdoing against um, the men and women associated with the town that initiated the uh, warrantless search. They call it a dog enumeration here. And basically, even uh, we have um, the minutes that we we supplied as evidence to the wrongdoing where they basically talk about um, how the uh, dogs li dog licensing um, uh, funds have seen a hit this year and that um, they, they're, they're paying this woman to go uh, – and basically without a warrant and invade people's private property and homes to count how many dogs they have and whether or not they're licensed or not. And this woman was actually caught on video breaking into people's homes to count their dogs, and nothing has been done to her. But we do have in the minutes, too, um, a... Um, uh, an admission of guilt by one of the board members who said that uh, they were going to waive um, the fee associated to anyone who licensed their dog late uh, because of some unjust actions that occurred that occurred during the enumeration. So we have an admission of guilt on these people, and. It didn't matter what we what claim we put in, how we did it. it, it we because this judge is employed by the same town. It's a little small town out in the middle of nowhere, in New York, upstate. You know, we're like I. Well, my house is like I I can be to the Canadian border in three minutes. So how 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 is it that we 
maintain common court when common law. or how do we enforce common law? I mean, that's the main question. How do we enforce common law when these judges are so off the rails that they're they're I mean they're they're not even going to allow you to to get a word in edgewise that the judge literally started prosecuting the case herself from the bench. Hello. Hello. Oh, I thought we lost you. Uh, no, we're just listening. Okay. Yeah. So we're just wondering how how do we get these people to take us seriously and follow the law instead of policy. My dogs haven't hurt anybody. They haven't torn anything up. They they chase deer and raccoons and stuff off because I have livestock. I have pigs and goats and chickens and guineas and geese and you name it. And we're off grid on top of it, you know. Um, and like I said, you know, we're 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 set in the woods, you know, out in the middle of the country. Um, I'm an hour from any what you would even consider major metropolitan area, you know, and it's it, it doesn't matter what court you go into up here, and if you talk to some of the people around up here, they'll tell you that these people don't give a damn what the laws are. They don't give a damn what you think, what you believe, or how you feel. They they want to get paid, and that's all it boils down to. Is this like a local township uh, ministerial magistrate court, or is it a state county court? This is a town court with an actual judge. She's a justice. Wait a minute. Municipal. This is a municipal court. Yes, for the town. I would check. I would. Nah, that's at least in Tennessee. Those are not actual courts. They're what John's talking about. They're administrative processes. They're not a judge. It's not a judge. Well, there haven't been any real judges or any courts for like like since 1911. No, not 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 in that capacity. We're talking about a niche. When talking about an easy Prius court, it's not a court of record. It's not a court. What what county? Oh no! To hear her in? to hear her state it, it's a court of record because everything's being recorded. Except for our what? paperwork. Listen, yeah. listen to what John's going to tell you. What what okay. county are y'all in? Franklin. Or no, that's or... not the town. Okay. That's the county. Is, is it a Franklin County court? It's a Franklin County court. No, okay, it's, it's a it's Franklin County court. So, it, so it, it's not like a traveler's rest court. No, okay, it's according to what their name on their sign is. It's the town. Uh, it's it's the Burke Town Justice Court, comma Franklin County. Okay, on the summons, does it say that you're being summons to uh, Franklin County Court or the town? What town is it? The town justice is what it says. The town justice oh, court. Dude, that's that's not a court. That's not a court. 
Do you guys have like a sessions core, general sessions core? Like what? Do, when you go to the no, they have court, superior they court, court up in New. They have like, superior uh, court. Okay. In New York, they have Supreme Court as as kind of the general county level court. Okay. Yeah, but they they all fall under the unified court system of New York. Do you uh? You guys live. So you live in the city limits, right? That's what you said. No. no. No, 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 we're outside well, the city that, limits. And I don't know. It could be a weird way they're naming it then because if they're not in the city limits, the city shouldn't have any jurisdiction. They, they, um, because they say our mailing address is in this town, then that's how they're saying that they have uh, jurisdiction through venue. Even though all our mail is done correctly, and when the judge asked for my mailing address, I gave it to her as the care of, and the brackets and the zip code, and non-domestic, and she just looked at me like I had four heads. And, and like I said, it doesn't matter which one of these little little podunk town courts you go into up here. They they write their own damn rules. They don't they don't give a damn what the law is. They don't give a damn what common law is. They don't even know yeah, what I, common law is. I would say like small towns, um, kind of out in the middle of nowhere, where they don't have anybody really kind of above them at all. Uh, those can Guiding. be the worst. Yeah, those can be the worst types of courts to deal with. Period. So let me ask you, are you familiar, I, I saw a CPA video where they were talking about how to actually uh, call the, for a federal investigation of the judges or anybody uh, in the court system and then start a, a report and then call the insurance agency to report them as a potential liability. Um, yeah, I mean, most states yeah. have like, uh, you know, judges aren't bonded anymore and prosecutors aren't bonded. They have like an umbrella insurance policy most places. Um, and if you get in touch with them and, and tell them what's going on, uh, you know, I mean, they won't directly interfere and get in the middle of what's going on with you, but they will take it seriously. So is that the is that the way that we should go in order to to start an investigation on a federal level? Well, I mean, my guess is that you're probably not going to get something in small town upstate New York where you're three miles from the Canadian border investigated on a federal level. Well, we're, we've been looking up their Dunn's information, and they are not registered in the state of New York to do business. So right now, it appears that their charter is not up to currency or current, and potentially that could get them in trouble with the state of New York. Well, I, I've, done a, I've done a FOIL request on uh, two courts. I actually contacted um, the headquarters in uh, Albany to do the FOIL request because the courts here deny every FOIL request with no um with, with no reason they just say it's denied so i contacted um the main office in albany 
and doing a FOIL request for the EIN, the TIN, a completed W-9, articles of incorporation, articles of association, um, and uh, a couple other things that, that I found. Um, and uh, I'm going to be filling out a form. Uh, oh, what is it here? It's a uh, 4506A to request their um, IRS determination letter. That's gonna. <laughs> I can I can almost guarantee you that they're gonna rush you when you turn that form in. Well. Well, what do you mean by that? I mean the last guy I know that did that. They had about five cops drag his ass out of, out of the room. I don't like that. Out of the house or out of out of the court? Oh uh, yeah, they're gonna. They don't like that form. I mean, because here's what I mean. I'm just again, honestly, it's hard to to say stuff without seeing people's paperwork and hearing what the judge said and what words you used and how you addressed this. And there's so many factors there that it's unbelievable. But right, like just in my in my opinion, in my opinion, and I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not even saying I'm right. I'm just saying, like the things I hear you doing is there's like this constant if not treading the line, stepping over into commercial from common law, from common law to commercial. There's like, you know, this is the same thing we were telling you last week. You know, it's, you're like, well, how do you do this? How do you, I mean, the only way I know to enforce common law is to stay in one. I know right. no commercial way to enforce. Well, so then I would never use their stuff ever. I wouldn't fill out their Yeah, form. but they're not they're they're yeah, not allowing us to to have that. They're they are proceeding in admirality. So we're we're looking at what can we do because they refuse to acknowledge common law. They refuse Well, I mean to be fair Well to be fair again, you know, I don't know what you said to them. You could have gave them jurisdiction at some point. Um, I don't know what your paperwork looks like. I don't, you know, I'm not speaking for John. I'm speaking for me. Like, it's so easy to give jurisdiction and then not realize you've done it and step over, and then the judge will just shut it down. And it's also possible they just ran over you. They definitely ran over you. I can hear the judge screaming through the door. Well, I've had a judge scream at me too, but he didn't run over me. I mean, I, I mean, I've literally had a, a federal judge stand up and pound his desk and yell at me across. <laughs> so I know what that feels like. I'm just saying, he he didn't run over me though. Right, but this is this is her first time in court, you know, in dealing with this, and you know, she the, the judge immediately, you know, started threatening her. You know, I mean, and she's trying not to, like, argue or, or like, you know, be combative. She, she, you know, really proud of her because we, you know, we're Southern from, you know, birth states. And, you know, we tend to get passionate and worked up pretty damn quick. <laughs> well, again, I'm not saying you didn't go in there and handle everything correctly. But I'm not saying well, you did. Well, I'm saying you made mistakes. I, I, I'm, I'm absolutely sure we made mistakes, but 
as far as giving them jurisdiction, we never did it. I, I, I can just about bet you that because it, there was no questions asked that uh, that gave jurisdiction. Uh, that what what killed us as far as jurisdiction is the fact that they never allowed her to submit her paperwork into the case at all. Well, Jay, she didn't Jay, ask Jay, me. Casey can tell you something about the judge reacting pretty quick. The, they yeah, they never read the charges. She never asked if I understood. She never she never did any of that. It went to, she said the dog control officer was going to be the prosecutor, and then she started asking questions, and in two minutes, she was like, you're guilty. Guilty of what? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, she, she found in favor with the dog officer, and we have to get our dog's license, or they're going to steal our property. Are they going to come out there with armed officers and physically take yes, the dog? Yes, they are. Eight troopers. Yep. And when are they going to do this? I have no idea that we were not informed of anything. As soon as they, as soon as she said that she has 30 days to appeal it, she gave a verbal notice of appeal. We went to the car. She hand wrote out a notice of appeal and went right back in and had it entered into the case. And they didn't even want to accept it nor stamp it. And I made, I made, well, I didn't make, I requested that they take it and they stamp it and then give me a copy of the original. And the judge looks at her and looks at the clerk and laughs and goes, well, she can file whatever she wants to. They refused to give case number. They refused to give a docket number. They refused to give any type of information so that we can start working on the appeal. You don't have anything signed from the court yet? No, we don't. She said two weeks. I remember one time it took me three years for a judge to sign something. Well, considering the, the dog officer was bragging to the town supervisor that she had the order to steal our dogs, and it's a shame that, you know, people do this, you know, and the dog officer was there when I gave the verbal appeal. And this dog officer is so damn old. She got one foot in the grave and one foot on a damn banana peel. Make a comment. I'm sorry. Yeah, 
certificate of participation, their anti-bribery agreement. Okay, hang on. Let me a, let me let me write this got down. Somebody's the microphone on their computer, man. They've got a loop going. Okay, so it was bribery. Anyway, all this, all this is, is under the Foreign Agent Registration Act of 1938. Yeah, it's another one I've got requested. I have, I've, I've already done a FOIL request for the Foreign a, uh, Agent Registration. Okay. But they're dealing with securities, which they are. And they're foreign agents, which they are. They took an oath right. to a foreign country, foreign nation called the United States. Their rules are that they have to have those things to get jurisdiction in this Disneyland. Right. I actually, I've asked a court that, and the DA laughed at me, and and refuse to give to any information. Also. Do what? Yeah, he has to have a statement also. Yeah, he refused to give it. Just get it on the record. We're going to go to appeal. But you can punch in, go to YouTube and punch in Foreign Agent Registration Act. Yeah. I've got that requested from Albany on, on these two courts. Good. Because I don't, we're, we're all going to be dead by the time the, we get honorable people in these courts. They won't play both sides of the game. They only play their side of the game. Right. So we can all go in there honorably man and woman, we get nothing. So if we use their own rules, eventually we can crush them. There is some evidence of that being very successful on a couple of YouTube videos. Personally, I don't okay. have common law, but it's a hell of a battle. And she also defined the defined the dog warden as the people of the state of New York. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They're, they're yeah. All yeah, it's like they're in in, in some kind of weird psychedelic Wizard of Oz film or some shit. Well, that opened up their sketch line antenna and I and they'd be different people, so let's yeah. not go there. But, I mean, like I said, you know, it, it, my, my question becomes, you know, when, when you, when, when, when we run into this, you know, how do we enforce common law against uh, a number of armed people who like, don't give a shit? 
I thought it was going to happen yesterday. In Virginia, I thought Virginia was going to be the beginning of common law. Yeah, I see that. I see. I see all of that as a lot of talk. You know, I, I, am you know, I may be from North Carolina, but I've always told everybody just, just pretend I'm from Missouri to show me state. You know, because I've always been a firm believer in, you know, money talks and bullshit walks. You know, without any action, your words don't mean anything. I don't know if I lost the call or not. Uh, in my opinion, the military should be helping us, and they're not. I agree with that. If they're supposed to protect us from enemies, foreign and domestic, yeah, where, where the hell are they? Why, why aren't they raiding D.C.? Why aren't they raiding Albany? Why aren't they raiding Richmond? You know, it, JC there? What? He's asking if JC there. Um. Yeah, I just got back. I mean, I mean, the fact of the matter is the reason the military isn't going to raise is because the military works for the United States, not you. Exactly. There, there's not one politician. There's not one judge, not one politician, not one weatherman, not one. I don't care what what their title is. They don't work for me and you. They work for themselves. They work for lining well, their own damn pockets, and that's all it boils down to. Well, I mean, and, but they don't hide that. I mean, they they tell everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, at the same time, though, you've got you know a, a K through twelve schools that you know. Are, are, are programming kids to just bow down? Of course, those are federal institutions. Yeah, they accept federal money. Well, I mean, this is this is my theory. You don't, you cannot go and like you keep asking, how do we force them to do this? How do we force them to do that? Right? God, somebody has got to close that microphone. Um. The reality of it is, here's who, look, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17, and Article 4, uh, 3, Section uh, 2. All people, this is who the Constitution applies to. All people employed by the United States Congress, officers, employees, elected officials of the United States government agencies, and those who volunteer. And Article 5.2 says, and the judges in every state shall be bound thereby. Right. Okay. But in, uh, uh, under the 61st so Congress. Hold on. No, hold on, hold on. Just hold on a second. Let me get through this. Okay. All right. I read that paragraph last week, the preamble to the Constitution. Uh, hey, John, I'm going to mute out your microphone and see if that's where the reverb's coming from. Okay. Yeah, it's killing me. It's, I can't hardly hear myself talk. That must mean they're listening to themselves through the computer. Anyway, 
So the preamble of the Constitution is very, very clear. And there's court case after court case after Supreme Court case. Um, there's interviews with Antonin Scalia. There's interviews with the other justices on 60, on 20 minutes, on 60, whatever that is, 60 minutes or 2020, sorry. Um, and the moment you start seeking, okay, help from them, you're doing the same thing as if you call a cop to your house. You're now, you're now a beggar. You're asking them for something. The key is just to figure out a way to get the hell out and, and just take their power. Again, let's say the governor, like what the people in Virginia don't realize, the people that live in that area, on that land, however you want to put it, of course the government and the of uh, the Commonwealth of Virginia can pass legislative acts, ACT, Alpha, Charlie, Tango, Sierra, acts are only acting like law. They're not really law. And they can pass that for the property in Virginia. Well, what people don't understand is venue and jurisdiction. Again, you pave the road in front of my house, but you don't pave my driveway. Why is that? That's because it's not in your jurisdiction. It's just in your venue. And you don't have jurisdiction until I consent, either by my actions, my inactions, or consent. Direct, you know, I give you verbal consent or something I do allows you in, or I don't do something that I was supposed to do, like, uh, I mean, that'd be very rare, but somehow, they're, they're, the reason that they don't, it's once they have a citizen, they bypass warrants all the time because it's their citizen. Essentially, a citizen is their property. And it's not even that you are a U.S. citizen. You're just acting like a U.S. citizen because you've never gone into a court and swore an oath of allegiance to the United States and forsake all other kingdoms and lords. And, I mean, we haven't done that. That's what makes you not a U.S. citizen. And that's why you got to be very, very careful about how you fill out your, like, if you get a mortgage. I mean, do you have a mortgage? Do you not have a mortgage? Do you have alone i mean there's there's a ton of things where you could have put a checkbox you know um that gave them jurisdiction and i'm not saying you're wrong i'm not saying you did anything wrong i'm not even implying that i'm just saying man i'm pretty sure of myself and <clears throat> i didn't really do anything wrong but i did it a little out of step and it enabled him in my case to intimidate me to a point where I wasn't really sure what to say next, and I could have ended it right there, but because I was unsure of myself, it made me have to go back again. Um, that's, I mean, but, you know, because of that, I met John, so that's really cool. I got a friend out of that whole experience, and I got a whole lot of experience out of that. But they're just looking for one little, a vampire just needs one invite to get in the house and bite your neck. I mean, it's just that simple. So... Whenever I hear somebody say, you know, fill out this and do a FOIA for their oath and all this, I mean, honestly, none of those things matter. None of those things are, are relative to a man. They have no – it doesn't mean anything to me, in my opinion. Uh, they didn't take an oath to me. They took an oath to the Constitution. And if they do have an oath, the written oath is going to be – I mean, it's just they don't care. There's there's different oaths that they get. Um, 
a difficult thing. And then sometimes they just, I mean, they do. They run over you. And then you, I mean, JC can tell you all about that. Oh, Casey's working um, out of North Carolina. It's just, it's a huge uphill battle. There's no doubt. And you guys may be in for one. Um, honestly, when you speak, and I don't know that you do this in quarter on your paperwork, it does sound very aggressive. I'm not saying you're wrong in doing that. Uh, the court tends to look at those kinds of things as combative natures. And they don't like anybody who stands up for themselves, so that's kind of a double whammy. But I do think that I wish you had a recording of it that you could have played for us or any number of things so that we could really see the whole picture. So that we could get a... It's really difficult to make judgment calls on things like this. Like... I mean, look at how I reacted to the first thing you said while they threw me out of the court. Well, I made the presumption that you spoke in court but didn't do a notice of appearance, and you're telling me that's not even what happened. That's how easy it is to make a mistake. I mean, I made a presumption and jumped the gun, and here I am giving you advice on something that didn't even happen that way. Yeah, I mean, take it from me, somebody who's been to court a lot. Uh, Recordings are very, very useful because... You know, even with as much experience as I have, um, typically when I walk out of a court, I I think it it went down differently than the recording will show. Um, I feel differently about it, and then whenever I get home, get the recording, can go back and listen to it, I understand a lot more of what was going on. And I'm not saying there aren't cases where they just use their administrative ministerial power and run over people. Um, But I would say that typically when people are doing things correctly, that's that's the exception and not the rule. Um, When people are doing things incorrectly, when they're going online and they're uh, watching a bunch of different videos on, on the zip code, this, that, the other, uh, you know, when they go in and hand their paperwork, the clerks and the judge can tell within a minute whether it's legitimate or not, whether it has any standing or whether it's seeking some sort of status. Um, and if you have a legitimate complaint, if if you're moving in law and they, they really are just going over you, going over you, going over you. The only thing that you can really do is take it to their superiors. Somebody is over that county court. It's not just acting on its own authority. It's it's a state court and then a county court. So somebody within the state has jurisdiction over what they're doing. I think you muted them, didn't you? Uh, I did. I'll, I'll unmute them here. Hey, John, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I've been uh, trying to keep up with the chat, too. Is the reverb any better? Um, I don't like know. It. it only happens when we're talking to you. It sounds better. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think my phone went kind of screwy there. I, I, I apologize. I mean, don't get this wrong, dude. I mean, we have seen it where they, I mean, but they are to the point also, especially up where you're at, 
they're, I mean, they're really testing people to the nth degree. I mean, they're pushing it. I mean, think about this. Think about it like this, okay? If, if you're able to go in there and do what you're wanting to do and you do it properly and people catch on to that, you realize the entire legal system will crumble. I mean, do you, yeah. I mean, and, I, and I'm just, do you realize the, the size of the monster that we're up against? And they have a 150-year head start on most people. Right. They are a fine-tuned machine, man. I mean, they know what they're doing, and they all want job security, and they all want those checks, and they all want that prestige and power. And, you know, it's gotten to the point where society has let law go so much, and on top of that, files so many frivolous things now that they're starting to wake up. They're starting to set precedent, and the legal system is catching up, and they're coming up with formulas. John and I have seen this. Um, it's one of the reasons why when we very first started, you know, we went about giving information in a certain way, and everybody wanted to see all of our paperwork, and it's like, no, because what's going to happen is somebody's going to take our paperwork, mesh it with uh, uh, Kenneth or Copeland or whatever that guy's name is. I forget his name now. But... uh. You know, Carl's paperwork, classes paperwork, and all these other, and they, they tend to mush stuff like a shotgun and see what sticks. And it's like if you're doing commercial stuff mixed in, like if I recall, and if I'm wrong, correct me, but you kept wanting to put in title this and legislative this and that, and you're like, well, yeah, but we're not going to put it like we're saying it. And I kept arguing you were validating your belief using theirs. And... JC said that he would almost never do that, um, only in extreme circumstances. So I'm just wondering if some of that was left over without you realizing it. Like maybe you were doing something that when they look at the paperwork, think about this. Like if you know uh, what all the timetables of nine are and you look down and you see the first three are wrong, you know, to give that a hundred, like they either get a zero or a hundred, you don't need to read the rest of it because they've already got the first three wrong. You see what I'm saying? Like they look at that paperwork, they know if somebody knows what they're doing or not, and they know by looking at that paperwork if they don't know what they're doing, they can run over them and just run through them because they don't know how to counter it. Now I'm not saying you did that. I don't. I'm not even implying that. I'm just throwing that out there because. I mean, dude, you leave court, like, it took me two, it took me a while after my court case to even believe it. And I was there. And JC was telling me, dude, I'm telling you. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's three years ago. So it's like you feel, oh, well, I think it went like this. Well, the judge was doing that. Who was that that time? JC, we were helping, and they kept saying, the judge ran over everything, and they, he would let me put no paperwork in, and da, 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 and we're like, hey, you got the recording? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's hear it. And then we listened to it. We're like, dude, that didn't happen at all. <laughs> you know, the judge, I'm, you know, you know, you remember, who, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Oh, no, I remember Paul was like, you know, talking for an hour, two hours after getting out of court where he was talking for eight. And he was like, the judge just ran over me. He didn't say anything. He wasn't listening to anything I was saying. I was like, dude, he let you talk for eight hours. 
<laughs> I was there. They let you talk. <laughs> I was there half the time. And the thing was, <laughs> he tried to use the code. He tried using their oaths. He tried using all these. He used some the silliest shit I've ever heard anybody use, ever. Like he he called us one time with a crazy idea. JC's like, man, I don't know. I said, dude, I don't uh, I don't think so. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I got him. I got him. I believe this is it. Yeah, that went over great. If I can interject here a minute, I'm not trying to yeah. use their codes to affirm my belief. Um, what The reason that I pulled the oath of office for the town board members is because, you know, they took an oath to uphold the Constitution of New York. The Constitution of New York says basically, you know, no searches without a warrant. You know, and signed by a judge, and you know the same thing that the you know the Fourth Amendment states. And uh, may I, also, may I interject? Uh, yeah. Now, now, JC may disagree with us. The New York, if the New York Constitution applies to you, then you're a New York citizen. I, and if I, you're I, a New okay. York citizen, if you're a New York citizen, what can they do? Whatever they wish. Okay, but see, I'm not. I'm not saying that that applies to me. I'm yeah, but if you say it says anything, you believe it applies. No, I, I believe it, and this is what my argument is. I don't believe that that constitution applies to me at all. But I do believe the people that took the oaths in those offices that it does belong. That they have to abide by it. All right. Look, let me see if I can put it this way. JC read something, again, a couple of shows, maybe three or four shows ago. A, a representation of person is a fiction in law, okay? There is no state of Virginia or of New York. There is no state constitution. There are no town. Those, those things don't exist. The moment you recognize them, the moment you look over and you say, this paper says this, you are now in it. You've just placed yourself. You aren't even qualified to interpret that document. That document was written for the state, for the courts, and for attorneys. It was not written for you. Just like the U.S. Constitution was not written for us. It has nothing to do with us. We have no enforcement powers on any aspect of the United States Constitution or the Tennessee Constitution or the federal Constitution. Nothing. You can't be man and then try to enforce something that doesn't exist. I mean, honestly, it seems... I mean, if you just think about that statement, that doesn't seem like it works very well. But the thing is, is we never had the opportunity to even put that stuff into play. What do you mean? You mean consent? You consented a long time ago. I never Through acquiescence. Did you ever have a driver's license? Did you ever register a vehicle? I'm I'm going to be turning that back in. Okay, but listen, I'm just saying, I'm not saying you're consenting today. 
I'm saying you've been consenting your whole life. Right. So you, what, what's happened, there's been this huge trail showing that you're a person called a citizen, and that's the presumption they're going off of. Right. Have you notified them of who you are properly? Like, have you told them, hey, let me give you a notice of intent here. I wish to notify you I am such and such. And this is what I believe, and I don't require your assistance anymore. Thanks. Have a great day. If I need you, I'll let you know. I'm not saying that would have necessarily helped you in that courthouse. What I'm saying is there's a process. And that process, the first part of that process is realizing the document you keep quoting doesn't exist at all. In, in my opinion, it only is written for the states. They have their own constitution, and that's also noted in countless things. And, and you know, it probably was a little different back in the early 1800s um, because there was, you know, people were more learned. There's a better understanding of law. But now people are so un, unlearned on it. I mean, it's not like I'm some expert by any stretch. But now they can get away with more because you're dealing not only with the public being ignorant, but you even have people working within the courthouse system that are ignorant. And that's what JC was saying about federal, you know, the higher up you get, the better they know law. Like some little town magistrate doesn't really know law. They're just getting started. So, I mean, to me... You keep you keep saying this. You said this last week. And if you were doing any of that in court, I can see why the judge would have just Trump just said, I'm done. Get out of here. I'm not saying you did that. I'm saying if you did, I can understand why the judge would have moved in that direction. Right. Well, like she said, that none of none of that none of that even came into play because you know, anything that we had that was just basic basic evidence to support our counterclaim that they have wronged us by violating our rights. Did you, I mean, just curiously, did you ever just ask somebody when all this is going on, and I know it's going to sound really corny, did you just start with, are you ordering that to happen? Like, who's ordering that to happen from the town? And see if you could get a name put on it. And surely, like I, and I wouldn't have filed a counterclaim either. And as far as an appeal, JC can help you on that more than I can. Um, you know, we kind of have a little bit of a difference of opinion on that, but it's just, again, there's so many factors, man. I'm not really trying to talk over you or anything. It's just, I see you frustrated and I hate that. I wish it was easier, but there's, again, there's so many factors, man. It's just incredible. The smallest thing that they key in on, they can, they run right over you and then you just more or less have to kind of go about it a different way.
you know, I, I get where you're coming from. I, I get that, you know, that that Constitution is not, it, it's not mine. I get that it doesn't, you know, I, it, and I'm not saying I'm trying to interpret it, okay? And I'm not even, I'm not even going there. What my attempt was with their oath of office, and they're saying that, you know, they they swear to uphold that. Okay, and when in the Bill of Rights of the New York Constitution, it says you shall not, you know, it spells it out that, you know, that this shall not be violated, you know, and that in, I think it's Section 14 of Article 1 in the Bill of Rights of the New York Constitution, it talks about how common law is uh, the, was used in founding of the legislation um, and the colony of New York, and that anything repugnant to that constitution is um, herein abrogated. It doesn't matter if it was under common law or under legislative acts. You know, it's, you know, if it's in contradiction, which this statute obviously is, because they're sending out someone under, uh, you know, to to get a certain amount of money off of every dog that they find that is unlicensed. You know, I, I mean that's kickbacks. Well, I I got a different way of maybe thinking about this, but it's kind of like, and this might sound like a silly question too but did you ever just ask them or are they trying to license a right right yeah i i I, those cases well did you ask them that ask the board that yeah we asked the board what they say town meetings you know, because I, I, I went to the town meetings in, um, I believe it was uh, October and uh, November, and basically told them flat out that, you know, I, I don't consent to this statute. I don't consent to, you know, what you say I, I must do. And as a matter of fact, I refuse to comply. And you, you're not going to force me to. Because I have well, a it, right on property. I have a right to own a dog. And I have a right to, to, for you to stay out of my damn business. Is it a state statute or a town ordinance? It's a state statute. The what's the state statute? What What's the state statute number? Agricultural and market law. Um, uh, section 118, subdivision A of Article 7.
mean, I've looked through the the, the the definitions of their words, you know, and what basically the statute says is that we're harboring dogs. Which is insane. Activity. Did you did you ask for a trial by jury? Um, no, we did not. Because you know that 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 was my mistake. I me and her talked about it, and my um, my gut said that it would be easier to convince one person than than thirteen. And these people here, they don't, when you say that you're going to, that you want a trial by jury, they ignore it. They say you don't get that. Even though their own, their own rules say that, you know, that a trial by jury cannot be denied, only waived. I have full intentions of going after a trial by jury for the appeal at this point. JD uh, said in the, the the chat there that you know that I, I'm recognizing the item which shows that I see the fiction. The problem is 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 you know I, I get that they're a legal fiction, but you know when these guys dressed up in these magical outfits with ten badges strapped to them come to my home with you know AR-15s and Glock 9s or whatever the hell else they've got, you know, it's no longer fiction. Now, my, my dogs are, are more than just pets to us. My, my dogs are livestock guardians. My dogs are part of our family, you know? Well, and because just, I repeat, just, just, just for a second, though, if I may, like, you're right, it doesn't, it's not a fiction when they're coming to your house. But to be fair, we don't know what got to that, got it to that point. We don't know all the circumstances that got to that point, okay? And it's just like when we were when we were talking. Hold on a second. Hold on. 
hold on. When we were talking earlier, and I said, well, you know, you're not even qualified to interpret. You said, well, I'm not trying to do that. You said, I'm not trying to interpret their stuff, but, and somebody told me a long time ago, when somebody tells you something, they put a but at the end of it, that means everything they said before but meant nothing. <laughs> so I'm not, I have a little humor there, but uh, you said, but their constitution says this. And then you started rattling it off, and it said you. And I heard you using the word you. And I just kind of glazed over or glanced over the uh, New York Constitution, and it always says a member of a state or a person. Occasionally it uses people, but then ties it back into person, and you is used a lot. And it's like we always say on this show, perfect laws expressed, never implied. So who is the you they're talking about? That's the same question you were trying to ask the judge. Who you? Like what you? Well, the same, same thing applies. Like, like when you're sitting there saying you're not interpreting it, but their constitution says this, and then you read it and say that applies to them because they took an oath to it. <clears throat> well, you just interpreted their constitution, and you recognized it, and you were arguing it. No, wait, wait, but that's just that I never argued it. We never argued. We never were presented with the opportunity to even make that argument. I'm saying on this phone. I'm not speaking okay. about in court. I said you to I. And you did that last week. And I can't help but think that that spilled over into the court when you were trying to speak to the judge or clerk or on your paperwork. Like if you – like, and I'm look, I'm not coming down on you. I'm saying – you obviously really believe that your way is right. I mean, you're passionate about it. And God love you. You're out there on the damn battlefield, you guys. I mean, that's awesome. But at the same time, are you sure your cup's so full, not so full, that you're not hearing what I'm saying or what other people are saying? Like, yeah, but means, yeah, that makes sense, but I still think this. And, man, look, I went through that stage. I'm sure JC went through that stage because I think we all do. But at some point, you have to. You keep saying, "How do we? How do we get the common law? How do we do it?" You have to stay in common law. And you say, "Well, I know that," but then you turn around and start citing New York State Constitution. And and brother, that's not common law of man. I don't I don't care about that document. Am I am I named in that document? And, and if you file a counterclaim, that's still in their case. Wouldn't you just want to file your own action? Like, fine, you're an asshole. You ran over me. Then you go. what happens if you go down and file your own action? What if you ask a question like, okay, you wish to tag my property or register my property? A million bucks. A million dollars. Here's the, you know, just tell me who's going to pay this, and we'll go ahead and get payment, and you can take them and register them. That's my property. Because <clears throat> remember, they only have jurisdiction. They only have jurisdiction over public property. This comes back to back to my point last week. You know, I, I can say I'm a fish all day long, and I can, you know. I can tell you that I'm a fish, but as soon as you hold me underwater, I'm going to be proven to be a liar. Without evidence, well, there is no truth. Well, 
Well, unless you acted like a citizen. Like if you, in any paperwork you've ever sent to them or talked to them or dealt with them, I presume it's been going on for a bit, you, you jumped over into jurisdictions, you claimed you were a fish. And then they saw that you didn't know how to be man or didn't think you knew how to be man, so they ran over you and they took that chance. I mean, they may be taking a huge chance. I mean, they obviously are stepping over your, your rights, but did you tell them properly is what I'm asking you. Like, have you gone back over your paperwork and really sat down and thought, like, hmm, or hey, I had this phone call with this guy, or I did this, or I did that. Like, what did I do? Like, have you – I mean, when I write a document, I usually write three to five drafts of it So, and then leave it alone. Like, I'll write it, and I'll leave it alone for a day, and I'll come back to it, write it again. Because I filter through and get to the core of what I'm actually trying to do, and it gets rid of that emotion that's obviously there. I'd be pissed, too, if somebody said they were going to come to my property and start taking my shit. Would you like for me to read what we had prepared for them? Well, it's up to you if you want to share your paperwork. It's fine with me. Basically, this is... Uh... She, she put down her name and um, and it wrote claimant underneath it and it put notice I woman with her name visit at court and I require a verifiable claim of wrongdoing or the case be discharged. That's all the paperwork you had for court. That that that's that's the 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 first notice. The other notice is took me a minute to get to it. The other notice is um, the same thing. She named off every one of the board members, everybody associated with this whole thing, okay, uh-huh. and said no. My woman gave her name. Claim wrongdoing by those above men and women and carried out violations of rights by conducting an unlawful warrantless search. I have the right to be let along. I have the right to be secure in my property. I have other rights as well with none waived and retain them all. I demand compensation for the wrongdoings for each one of the listed men and women. Did you get the janitor? No, we left him and out because he didn't have anything to do with it. So I you named, uh, so you named all the board members? after everybody else. Sorry, Sean. And just curiously, did you... No, 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 that's great. I, I didn't even mean to interrupt you, man. I had a little bit of lag. I was just going to ask him, and then you take back over. I was just going to ask him if he, he said he named that he put all the townspeople on there, or town members, board members, and I just wondered if he addressed them in their capacity as board members. No, it did not. I addressed them in their private, as their name. Okay. Either way, what did they have to do with it? I want to go after them in their public capacity. I want to go after them in their private. Yeah, did you hear what he asked you? He asked you a very Mm -hmm. important question. 
A huge I question. Hear. I didn't hear the question. Yeah. Go ahead again, man. You talking to me? Yeah. He didn't hear you. He yeah. didn't hear that question yet. They didn't have anything to do with it. They're the ones that passed the... No, they didn't do anything. No, they're perfect. They had, wait a minute. What did she say? They're the ones that what? They're the ones that voted on taking the action. Okay. Go ahead, man. I just want to make sure we can hear what she Okay. Um, I'll, I'll give it a shot, Sean. Um, did they vote as a man or a woman? Or did they vote in capacity? Did, did they vote as a um, stipulant? Board member. Yeah. Board member. Yes. Thank you. They, they voted. As a board yeah, member, you or yeah, you, you better, they, they you better start. Their own, they, they, they took action on their own. They made their own decision as a man or a woman. Period. That's no, they made the decision own. as a no. board member. Yeah. Thank you, Sean. But there's sorry, a, I should. I'll just shut up. <laughs> sorry. No, Sean, I, I'm sorry. I'm stepping on you, brother. No, you're not. You're not stepping on me at all. Go ahead. I'm the one stepping on all you. Right. Go ahead. Well, they, they took no action as a man or a woman. They they took an action as an appointed office. So that appointed office is perfect because the appointed office cannot hurt a man or a woman. Only when a man or a woman presses outside of office can it actually hurt you because you have to come and solicit that office. So the board members and, didn't hurt you. There must be some man it, that's pressing. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm chomping. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm chomping. And that's what I'm trying to say. You keep recognizing the boogeyman and then screaming the boogeyman ain't real. Why didn't you just ask the question, who? We who? Did. So you wrote them long before this court case, and you said, who is ordering me? Like I asked you earlier, who ordered me? Who's ordering I, myself, however you want to put it, to do anything? Did you ever get anything signed by a man or woman from anybody saying that they're the ones ordering you to do something? And look, I know this works because I called my IRS agent once on the phone and I asked him, are you ordering me to come to a meeting? And he said, I can't do that. Yeah, it just clicked in my head what you're saying. You keep noticing the shadow on the wall and you think it's real. And you, you keep like, there is nobody doing anything. Now, they are. I get it. Especially when they come to your house with guns. It is real. What, what he's saying is, it's, it's, you keep saying this, and you keep recognizing that, and it's, you're, you're kind of melding two things together. Like, and you're going after them, and... To, to the way you're going at them, you may think is the man or woman, but the man or woman never did that. And that's why your claim is going to be dismissed under Rule 12. It's going to be dis, dismissed for uh, failure to state a claim whereby which relief can be granted. Exactly what they're going to do. I'm 
must be the only reason they can sleep at night? Well, well I mean, it's schizophrenic, know. but that's what they did. I believe Sean, what Sean's trying to say is without allowing them jurisdiction or joinder, that they have no other option but to pretend that they won and get out yes. of it as quick as possible. Yes. Because as there long as go. they pretend they won, they hold no liability. What you have to, like you're saying, how do you enforce common law? You really can't, but the closest that you can come to doing that is never traverse, never move off your foundation, never move, never shift, never get startled by the shadow you see on the wall, never get diverted by some word or any of that. Yeah. Where are you going to go? Do what, buddy? If you move off your position, where are you going to go? Tell me a better place to stand. I'm not sure I'm understanding the question. Uh, I'm, I'm just adding to what you were saying. Never move off your position. Oh, oh, oh. Position. It's rhetorical. Yeah, it's rhetorical. Of course, yeah, where I mean, else you go that's better than where you're already at? Yeah, I mean, it's it's like, and look, dude, there is no 100% silver bullet. There ain't. I'm just telling you, there's not. Every court case is the same. Everyone's different. It, it depends on how uh, learned the judge is what kind of, do you have, what kind of government system is there? How crooked are they? Are they going to take? Um, is this guy dating that chick who's married to that one's cousin and he really, really wants to date her tonight and if he doesn't go in her favor, it's going to look bad. I mean, you take everything that you can think of that will affect something and that's what you're dealing with. And you just have to shoot from the hip. It's like, Mannerisms, looks, expressions, words, sometimes saying nothing, you know. Sometimes I, you just, I guess, you just I guess require the paper pen ink. And I'm sorry if I cut you off, Sean. But no, no, I go ahead. I think you'll agree. You do what's right. You're not always going to win, but you know in your heart what's right. You know not to fucking slip off. You know not to ask for anything. You know to stand your ground. At the end of the day, you still might lose. But the foothold that you made might break free for somebody else to get a foothold. And that's where we're at right now. We can't revolt with guns. Nobody's got a stealth bomber in their backyard, okay? So, we, like, to be honest, we can get wiped out by our own government if they turned on us, which will never happen. But the truth is, is the next step is what uh, Sean and JC are going after, um, an enlightenment of men, a new renaissance. So the moving forward is standing your ground, not allowing a fiction to run you over. And yes, men will get run over. I think um, they they talk about men that have. It, it's very rare. But the more prevalent that this idea gets through, because this isn't just like, um, this isn't like U.S. civil code, da 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 This is an actual um, feeling of men. And I, you do it with the Bible. You do it with um, your heart. You do it with whatever you want. But nothing stops. 
that movement. And um, Sean's living proof. You can do it with whatever means that you have. So if I haven't if I haven't stepped on too much right now, go ahead, Sean. No, you haven't. I mean, between my belief, JC's friendship, and and tenacity, and just a willingness to stand. You know, and it and and honestly, there was. A, I mean, if you looked at it, you may not think that uh, some things are victories. But to be honest, you don't have a signed judgment yet. Even a failure is a victory. I mean, but well, yeah, but what if she doesn't sign one? The order to come and seize the dogs. Well. In, yeah, not until that judgment signed. And and who's ordering that? That that confuses me. Like if somebody gives me an order, I'm gonna expect compensation, unless I've done wrong, unless I've caused them a loss. If, like if I come over to your house and I stop <clears throat> your tomatoes. Hey, hey, Stan. Yeah. Hey, Stan. I I think what he's saying is that they're not gonna order him. They're going to order the sheriffs to come out there and seize the dogs. Okay, yeah, they're ordering the, the dogs. They're ordering the dog They've already made the statement outside the courtroom because the, do, the dog officer was talking to the, the town supervisor that she already had the, the order to seize the dogs and they were going to use the state troopers to do it. Well, and they may, but do you understand what I'm saying? If there's no lawful order, don't make a damn if it's a lawful order or not. They're going to come out here and try to take take my dogs. What if they and don't? They only... Huh? What if they don't? What if they just said that in court so everybody could hear it? There was nobody else there but us. The clerk, the officers. Yeah, there were people there that, that were listening. There was a tape recorder yeah, I, probably. I understand what that man is talking about. They were all in official capacity, so there was no other man there to hear it. And I understand. Well, maybe that. they're talking that. But what, what I'm telling you, they're trying to keep their people in line, too. Those right. officers don't I'll have tell, a, a freaking clue about what you're talking about. I'll tell I can you, tell you that right somebody now. Somebody that doesn't have kids, I, I don't have kids, I have dogs. They're my family. When you tell me you're going to come take my dog, you're saying I'm going to come take your kid. It's, it's the same to me, and I feel it's the same to this gentleman. Oh, yeah. I can feel it in his voice. And stop any son of a bitch comes here and tries to take my property. I mean, these dogs are more than just my property. These dogs are my damn livelihood. I live out in the middle of the woods. I've got moose, bear, and coyotes, and wolves, and every damn thing else running around here, let alone the little weasel family things that these dogs love to kill. They, they, they protect my chickens. You know, I, these, these are more than just a family pet. You know, I, I, I'm not, you know, I, I, I don't work. I, I, I tend to my homestead. I think um, 
like like to me like I I don't know how they how they're gonna um, you guys are gonna have to feel this because I have no idea how they would lawfully come after him only illegally. Do you pay? Yeah, uh, I mean, I agree. I agree with you on that. All they yeah. care about is it's like, it sounds like a good man that's just living off the land. All they care about is legal. They don't care about law. Just curiously, do you have a mortgage? No. We paid cash for this place. Okay. And um, do you pay property tax? We haven't. <laughs> They're going to be coming after us for that here soon. So have you notified anybody of your intent? Yeah. I, I couldn't make out what you said. Sorry. Just, just curiously, when was the last time you paid a property tax? Years ago. Within the last, within the last three years. Yeah, yeah, two years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I guarantee you, they're not even aware of that yet. Yeah. So in other words, they're looking. That's why they said you live, you have a residence. And a residence is a commercial term. Right, right. And if you've been paying pro- and if you've been paying property tax, I'm just saying all these things are factors that they looked into before you ever walked into the room. Right. And I'm not saying you can't change all that in the court at the or excuse me, at the court. I mean, obviously, you can flip all that around on the record. I'm not I'm not saying you can't correct an error on the record. I'm just saying that a lot of their presumptions, and, and don't take this wrong, because I did the same thing, okay? But, again, who causing, who's actually creating the controversy, them or us? You know, we play a part in this. And once I was able to accept that, I really did calm down quite a bit because I was pretty pissed off mm-hmm. at a lot of people for a long time. I refuse to let somebody else stick their nose into my business. I refuse to tell people what I have. Well, I mean, that's now. I'm just saying for years... You didn't do that. For years, it was you gave them complete jurisdiction. And what I, all I'm trying to say is that maybe if, if you could realize that, it would help you put down some of the anxiety and the anger, and maybe yeah. it would help kind of, you know, pull no, this thing back I, a little bit. If I can take over... Like, um, yeah, do. I, this is, this is just my feeling of it. My feeling of it is like, okay, so like the state's an entity. It's, it's not a real fucking person, but there is, um, a pattern that you can set up with it. And so like, let's say like your family had this property for, I don't know, 150 years. And for the last 75 years, it's been paying taxes on it. And for the past two years, you didn't. So the pattern going is going to hit this machine called the IRS or the state income tax or or whatever machine it is. And it's going to be like, this is different than it was three years ago. 
as it changes, one of the things I believe Sean's making a point to say is you should say that the date you stop paying is an okay date, but you have to imply to them, hey, I appreciate all the time and all the services you've given me, which is nothing, and all the money I've given to you. That time has ended. I wish you the best. And I believe um, what Sean's saying is you never gave them that, which is the controversy, and it feels like you're bringing it into the court because there was a certain pattern going on from A to B, and you've changed that pattern without notifying everybody. Am I right, Sean? Or close? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's the same thing with me, okay? This is why I always say we're all a little bit of a hypocrite. Nobody ever put a gun to our head and said, step over here. Nobody ever did that. What happened was is we stepped over there, and when we realized we were in the wrong line, we were trying to get out of the line in the wrong way, going the wrong direction. And they're like, no, 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 no. You're, you're our boy, and you're our girl, and you're going to stay right here, right where you're supposed to be. You're going to go, yeah, well, I don't want to. And you can't Down, make boy. me. And they're going, uh. Yeah, we can. We can make you do any damn thing we want to, Mr. Citizen. And you're like, well, I'm not a damn citizen. They got, well, we got this paperwork, this paperwork, credit card, bank account, da, 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 da. and they go right down the line. You go, well, everything here looks like you are. That's hey, you've, been, you've been doing this all the way up till let me think, 15 minutes ago, and I don't see anything that says anything different. No, no, I love it. I love it. Like, you're right. You're 110% right, but then they're assuming, which causes them to be liable, because I can just tell you right now, I'm not that. Now, if they presume something, that's fine. That's exactly what they're doing with this guy. It happened for 75 years. Your parents' parents did it. Your parents did it. Now you're doing it for 30 years. Okay, this is kind of the way it's been. Now we are expecting this, but, like, to assume is different. Like, yeah, they the other thing, like, have a... Okay, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I thought you were done. Go ahead. No, I was done, man. Well, I was just going to say, see, this, to me, this is the solution, okay? And, and it's a long-term solution. It's not a, hey, we're going to solve your problem tomorrow. But can you imagine if 100 million people wrote a letter to the Attorney General of the United States that said, thank you, go fuck yourself, uh, I don't need your help anymore? In a polite way. Here, here. They would shit themselves. Because, look, even in their world, I mean, if we're going to start quoting their stuff, they, derive, they get their power from the consent of the governed. It even said when I re- wrote you, read you that piece of the Constitution, it says, and those who volunteer. If you volunteer, you volunteered. The way out isn't to fight the beast, it's to ignore it. If you don't feed the big, I don't care, the biggest animal in the world, you quit feeding it for two weeks, bad days. Bad days. Do you remember when the government shut down the last time? It just shut down one day, and, and like, nobody noticed. <laughs> and then they had those groups yeah, of like moved the gate. Yeah, and, the, and the, <laughs> the, the old guys moved the gate out of the way of the park. <laughs> like, tell with you, we're going sure in. We paid for it. The government opened up like a week later. <laughs> it's like, okay, they don't care. Like, what an amazing thing. You know, we don't care. To be honest. So you're closed like, down. 
Go ahead. Okay, so I have a question. So you're saying that we need to notify all local and state government that we no longer consent. I know I would. It's a start. I mean, at least you have a record. I haven't. Yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely do that. I've done that. So I've done that. Yeah, I mean. John's Derek Flint. <laughs> I mean, I did it. I did it before my court case. I can't swear to you that that had an effect, but I can't say it didn't either. And if there was any mistake, I told them exactly. I didn't argue with them about what they were saying at all. I didn't even, when I got to my little speech, I didn't say shit about what they were talking about. The only thing I said pertaining to taxes was, I think everybody who has them to pay should pay them, and I don't care if you tax each other into oblivion. It's none of my business. I'm not a tax protester. And then I went on to my little speech. And all I did was say, just in case there's any doubt, so let's just cut to the chase. I don't volunteer. I don't wish to volunteer. I'm not a U.S. citizen. If anybody here believes I owe something, give me the bill, verify it, true to an O, to the penny, I'll pay it, and I'll go about my business. But I know I don't I don't volunteer, and I haven't been volunteering, and I believe I honored everything I ever did. Hey, Traveler One, you are unmuted, just so you know. I'm gonna put your hand down. I just I hoping I could stick in here once in a while. But the uh, you just said something about the consent. That's in the declaration. Yeah. Not even in the Constitution. I didn't say it was. I said it was in their paperwork. So there's still no enforcement. I just said I just said in the Constitution it also says those who volunteer, and a volunteer is a consenter. I volunteer my Constitution. There you go. Now what? And then you said something. And then you said something about there's no enforcement. Is that what you said? I'm still looking for the enforcement. There is no enforcement of their stuff. And the and the only thing you can do to try to quote enforce, and that's a you know a very peculiar word. I would say honor would be a better word than enforce because you never want to go enforce against a cell fighter. But if you want to get them to honor the law, I think your best chance to do that is to stay in law. Because you're not going to go in there and make Susie Cupcake behind the freaking desk who's wearing the black dress. You're not going to make her do anything. If she doesn't want to do it, she's got a couple, two, three guys or girls around her with guns that will shoot you in the face to prove that point. And if you stay in law and you're peaceful and courteous, maybe she'll honor the law. And if she doesn't, you know, at some point, maybe not your case, maybe nothing I'll ever do, at some point they're going to run over the wrong person and he's going to show them what law really is. And they're going to get that point very, very quickly. Hope it never happens. Hopefully, hopefully they wake up. 
I'm saying if the man, if somebody pushes any man, animal into a corner, that animal is going to try to kill him. You go into somebody's house. I mean, that, listen to how that guy was just talking about his dog. If they go into my house, you know, people get upset when you come start taking their kids and their animals. And they're going to come across somebody who's not as patient as the people on this call and doesn't give a shit about hurting the, wrong, the, the right person. And somebody's going to come. And somebody who may be a pretty good guy who just thinks he's doing the right thing is going to get hurt. Maybe the guy they're doing it to is going to get hurt. Or maybe that guy is going to hurt a judge. It's not like it hasn't ever happened. You know, God forbid. I mean, who wants anything like that to happen? That's absurd. Who wants violence? I don't. But I'm not everybody. And they're just like in Virginia. I'm not going to go stand in cold and argue for the Second Amendment. There's about 50,000 people who did. And I'll bet they were pretty damn serious. And I dare say if you had about 30 cops pull their guns and say, we're taking your guns, I bet you would have had about 20,000 guns aimed at them. Saying, no, you won't. I mean, I just think there's a line for anybody. That's why, you know, the show is to try to prevent that line from ever being crossed. You know, again, renaissance, a new renaissance, absolutely. God forbid we have to go to violence. God forbid anybody goes to violence. I want to drink coffee, play my drum. Revolution. Yeah, you know, it's like to say, and, and when people say, oh, I'd never do that. Maybe they wouldn't, but I don't think any Fed listening to this show or any phone call believes that. I think anybody pushed enough. I mean, you come up and smack somebody in the face and it's on. I mean, I can't imagine going and taking their children. I mean, somebody smacked you in Walmart, the fight would be all right. I wouldn't give a shit if they're in a badge or not. But I'm not going to go out and start nothing for nothing. I'm sure they're not going to go and put my life on the line for no Second Amendment piece of paper. <clears throat> the only way to honor something is to be something. And then you have to, you know, you have to hope that the court is going to stay honorable and that, that that person acting as a judge or that woman, man, acting as a judge sees the honor in you and wishes to reflect that back. The only other way you could enforce it is with violence, the same way the government enforces stuff on us. And, you, and I don't think – I'm not sure that – I mean, maybe it rises to the occasion for you. I don't know. I would do that, but, I mean, there's other avenues. You've got other things you can do. There's no need for violence. Yes, a clock is ticking, you know, but you could do your own action. You can put in those letters. Go down to recorder's office and put it on the record. Do a declaration. Do a notice. Make the court aware. Wish correct error on the records. They said you could file anything into the case. That makes sense. I mean, there's just, there's a million things you can do when you calm down. I promise you, dude. The first thing we've ever done when we help anybody is tell them to calm down, write this, write their thoughts down on a piece of paper, go to sleep, Get up in the morning, eat breakfast, chill out, do whatever your little morning thing is, 
go back to your document, look at it again, try to boil this down to the think of crazy shit to ask, like just some off the wall thing that could kind of put up a barrier somehow or or put on the record something that the judge is going to realize, wow, this is going to make me liable. This document is so simple. Like that document, you that one you read, that was really long. And you had like five or six different documents in one. Like in my opinion, I don't think that's the best way to go about it. I think one document, one notice for one idea. There were so many names, you know? Well, I, yeah. Well, the main thing is, <clears throat> just ask the question, who? You don't even have a who yet. Yeah. You have a bunch of you have a bunch of what's writing all kinds of shit. I'm just wondering who. Did my pro- did my property do damage? Who is the See, you're right back. There you go. You're right back again. You just went right back to the board. There is no board. Who's the who? Did you ever write, let's just say John Smith is on the board, okay? Did you ever write John Smith and say, hey, greetings, John. How are you today? Just wish to know, are you ordering I to do something with my property? Or do you wish to use my property? Greetings, lot, John. Do you wish to use up, my property? I mean, with me, is like, where do you write to? That'll get noticed. So, like, you end up having to go out in the public, which is the court. And at the, at the time you're at the court, you're like, man, I really don't want to be here. Like, I didn't know who to write. Like, I don't want to be applying this license. I don't want my property to be taxed. I appreciate you providing a service. I don't need it. Like, whatever it is, like, to be able to delink yourself from that. It's really not... Yeah. Your, it really shouldn't be your responsibility to delink yourself from that. It should be their responsibility to re-uplink over and over again and make sure. And I'm more or less going back in time when all this started. Like, I would have just started out with who's saying what? Like, who? Oh, okay, so it is you, John. Well, yeah, I'm telling you. Okay. Then you move on to this is my property if you wish to use it. The charge is. I mean, I suppose you could write something along the lines of, do you have authority to use my property without my consent? Just simple questions. Like, let them answer you. Well, of course I can do whatever I want because I'm a board member. (laughs) No, you're John. Sometimes you act as a board member. Yeah, I don't give a shit if you're a board member or the damn night rider. I'm just asking you, John. And you may not be able to do anything with their case, but you can move your own. How do you enforce that? Say you win a case. 
you got to move a case. I can't well, tell you if you're going to win it or not. And you won your case. Who's going to win well, he's it? Saying, he's saying, how do you take that order and put it to the sheriffs and get it enforced? Well, once yeah, you have the asking. order, you go get a writ of attachment. You take the writ of attachment. There you go. And place it with the order. You go down to the clerks. You have the high clerk sign the writ of attachment with the judicial officer's signature on the order. Then you take that down to the sheriffs, and they will enforce it for you. They absolutely will. Really? Yeah. Yes. I have a choice. And if you go to the hypothetical, the the the, uh, imaginary question of the next question, or hypothetical, excuse me, um, question of well, what if they don't enforce that? Well, I guess it's time to go visit somebody. I mean, because if that's what you're leading to, I guess if somebody wants that end result of I'm going to kick his ass because he stepped in my yard, that's what that person is going to do. Force, you're saying enforce. You keep saying that. Force denotes force. That's how you enforce force. If I'm, gonna, oh, if I t- I'm, not, I'm just going to if I if you do something to me and I'm going to enforce my will on you, I'm going to come down and I'm going to, Freaking enforce my damn will on you, and I'll either win or you, or I'll lose. Or I can go this other route and see how that thing plays out. Hey, it's process, it's like, getting kind of late, you, and I'm gonna be calling it in the evening here in a few minutes. So all right, can just, I finish uh, just one thought? Yeah, go ahead. Let me finish just one thought. So here's my point. You keep saying enforce and do this and this. I'm just wondering, have you ever tried doing what Stan, JC, and I just explained to you? Have you ever tried doing that, doing it properly, and carrying it all the way to its fruition? To where you could say it won't work. I think before we go to the enforced part of the conversation, we probably need to try every single possible peaceful resolution that we can try and in the correct way. So that would be a really long answer. I guess my response to that is, is maybe it enforces the, the, the wrong word because I, I have a different meaning of it. So. I'll use the word compel. You know, I, I mean, how am I going to compel? I can't compel you to do it. Hell, I can't even compel my sister to do anything. That's my point. Else. That's my whole point. The only thing you can try and do is hope the other man or woman you're dealing with is honorable, and you have to stay in honor. That's the only way to keep something in law is to stay in law. That's That's the answer to the question you asked at the very beginning. You have to stay in law. It, it doesn't matter what everybody around you does. There's an old saying that J.C. uses and I use. All that mankind may do as they wish. You can't make another man or woman honor anything. You can't even make your wife or, or a husband out there honor their vows. If they don't want to honor their vows, they're not going to. And there's nothing you can do to make them. Even if you beat them up, they still don't have to do it. They can come beat you down, but that doesn't mean you're going to bend their knee to them. Can I say something to the guy with the dogs? 
lately in the news, also, even with this impeachment shit, they're talking about this Foreign Agent Registration Act. So maybe you could also send uh, your requested for the, for the registration uh, statement, send a copy to the U.S. Department of Justice. They may make a call. They may not. But at least it's, it's, it's being used today. Our politicians are using it. They're fighting over shit. Foreign agent registration. Like Who's Lindsey Graham just did that about somebody? Lindsey Graham can do it. He's a congressman. You can't. Yeah. My, my dog doesn't, doesn't want to do it either. <laughs> All right, well, it's been slow. I got to get up early, so you guys yeah, have a I do night. too, Jim. You too. It's good hearing from you. It was, uh, yeah, you too, Sean. Yes, sir. Yeah, good hearing you pop in and out. I'll see you, JC. Yeah, I've just been kind of out of it today. <laughs> no, so, but... sorry. This is really interesting, and um, in the New York State Constitution, I have never seen anything like this under the Article of Rights, so it's the first article, subsection 17, labor of human beings is not a commodity nor an article of commerce, and shall never be so considered or construed. Empire State, baby. I'm just thinking it's interesting they use the word human beings. Oh, yeah, and then it goes right on to talk about the labor. You mean like the Egyptian uh, worker guy, or mechanic and wait, the employee of a contractor, a subcontractor, and they start talking about employer and employee, which is, yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. I just That's why I was saying I wasn't really, I, did, I do think that's interesting. You know what I need to do? I need to go back into those uh, 10C things on common law. Those are Those read really well. And I need to talk to you tomorrow. Are you available to talk tomorrow? I got to talk to you about something. Yeah, I'll be around. All right, I'll holler at you because I got to discuss something with you. So if right. anybody else wishes to say good night, just raise your hand. We're all about free speech around her. All right, so do me a favor, guys. Uh, I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm friends with uh, JD. Um, if uh, any of y'all would uh, send me a free request, I'll be happy to, to accept it. I, I, you know, Are you I, on I, common law shamanism? Uh, I applied tonight. All right, go ahead and apply, and I'll get you in the group, and I'll put you in the friend list. It's, it's just pending. Thank you, dope. All right, gents, All right. I'm out. Have a good night, everyone. Everybody have a good night. Good night, everybody, and we should be back here on January 29th, um, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you wish, come back here and join us for another episode of Common Law Wise Words. You have a good night.